Conjecture in a Horrors podcast with me is Laura. Hello. And we got Greg. We got Greg back. What's up, man? Yay. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> tootsies. Good. Tootsies? Oh, yeah. Are your tootsies there? You got them going, man? They're here? Yeah, they're right here. I just, just, I just the hope his tootsies are there. <laughs> Maybe they got cut off by an axe. I don't know. Shit. You know? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, I'm your host. I'm your host, Rob. My tootsies are here. They're a little furry, fuzzy. Uh, they're ready to go downstairs. <laughs> Got that peach fuzz. Got that peach fuzz down there, you know. I I don't like wax like things at all. Do, do you wax like knuckles, Laura, or feet or anything like that? What <laughs> knuckles? What, what do you think I am? <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bigfoot. He just calls no, you Bigfoot. I feel like some women like have like hairy more hair on like their hands than they probably would like, and they probably do wax them off. Not you, Laura. Actually, no. She's inspecting. I, her hands. I really have no. She's never looked before. Hair on my hands, yeah. Oh, nothing? Oh, okay. All right. Well, there we go. Everybody listening, watching, now you know, Laura's, Laura's bare. Uh, Very smooth. Yeah. I wouldn't trust <laughs> anybody with like a hot, with anything hot anywhere near mm. where you would want to wax. It just seems like a precarious mm. situation. Mm. I don't know. Unless, yeah. You never tried. Maybe if I was like a no. wolf, like, like a wolf, then I would. <laughs> if you were a wolf. So you're ta- you're talking yeah. about more like pelvic region waxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your butt definitely the, your butt the downstairs, right? yeah. Your butt, yeah. <laughs> you get that. People butt, do that, man. Wax. I know. Yeah, that's true. Not me. I don't I think, think I've ever done that. Do, do you guys remember? <laughs> you don't think you've ever done that? <laughs> but you yeah. can't be sure. My memory served me. I, I don't think that's ever happened. Fifty fifty. I was gonna say, do you guys remember like in the in the nineties? Remember like Nair? Nair was like a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing. Yeah. It was like a product that re- you just rub it and like removes your hair. Do you guys remember that? I yeah. used that. I tried reusing that. I remember. On what? Like, did it work? I'm <laughs> 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 on my on my butt. No, <laughs> no. I remember. I remember for some reason I was like self conscious about like my shoulders. Like my shoulders had like hair on them, like more than I feel like they should have compared to like the rest of my body. Like I was like turning into a fucking wolf man or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to like would shave it like with a razor and shit. Like that. I'm like fuck this. And I'm like oh Nair came out and I used to use that shit. But I don't know if Nair like fucked up the the fucking. I don't know, senses or shit like that, but like it doesn't grow there anymore now. So <laughs> it's like, this is why I have a twitch like in my shoulder <laughs> once a week. This is why I have problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh I just, for some reason, gosh. I just know that. Uh, all right. We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Everybody listening, watching, we're sorry. Uh, oh. Let's see where we're at here. So this week, this week, uh, we did another watch party. We're going to talk about it. Uh, we did 2014's Creep. This was Laura's movie pick, right, Laura? Mm hmm. So why, why, did you, why did you pick this movie for us? Because I like the TLC song. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Completely didn't even get that like connection until you just said it. Wow. They should have had it's one point. going to be in your yeah, head all night now. There was, there was, they were in the woods and they did not have a waterfall. What the fuck? How did you miss out on that? Right? Right? Come they should have had a waterfall in this movie. Or, all or, TLC soundtrack. Yeah. Or an eye patch. Somebody should have had an eye patch on. Like, hey, come on. Sometimes they call me Laura Left Eye Lopez, okay? Oh, that's true. They do. I don't know who says that, but they do say that. Uh, My husband says that all the time. <laughs> your husband says that to you? Yeah. Is that because you have like a one lazy eye or something like that? <laughs> Why is he saying that? Why is he calling you that? You did take the nair back in the day. Okay. <laughs> you put it in your eyebrow. <laughs> Tore up your eye. <laughs> well, I feel like most of the time it's because, do you ever like... You know, bring two waters over, one for you and one for your spouse, and then 
or maybe two different drinks and you have to remember whose is whose. Has that ever happened to you guys? Like, Because you're afraid of cooties? I don't know. But <laughs> we just have a thing now where anytime we put anything down that's ours, I'm on the left. Laura, Laura left. Laura it's left. It's actually side. pretty smart. Are you Jeez. left-handed? Yeah. Are you left-handed? No. Oh, no, just... no, no, no. Right. But the L. It's the, it's the, yeah, it's the common the it's double L's. L's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Brooks is the bottom Brooks. He's always in the bottom then. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll ask him that. I'll ask him when he comes Forget on. I'll ask him if he's always on the block. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's always chasing waterfalls. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Lower disappeared off the screen if anybody can't see her. Um, oh, yeah, so let's just, let's just talk about the movie uh, here a bit. I mean, like I said, you guys had both seen this before. This is my first time watching it and watching it as a watch party, which is kind of fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, what did you guys think of like, I don't know, kind of like the beginning of it, how it started. I, on the watch party, I missed the first 10 minutes, so I wouldn't be able to tell you what I thought. Um, But uh, what what do you think, Laura? I like this movie because when it starts and my first time seeing it, obviously, I just have no idea what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. This can go in so many different directions. Um, I mean, I think we were talking about this a lot tonight, but from the beginning, something feels really off with the main guy. So, you know, when Aaron gets there and he's, it's a job, he's going to get paid a thousand dollars to videotape this guy and kind of whatever he wants for the next eight hours. You're kind of like, this feels weird. Bail, bail, but he Mm -hmm. doesn't. (laughs) We talked about that a lot at the watch party. And that's what I love about the beginning is just i don't know how serious this guy is i don't know if he's lying or not i don't know if he can be like a bad guy or a violent guy or and you know i I don't know how serious the situation is for aaron like it's it to me it's, it's yes and no like i i totally agree with you when you see him roll up to the to the car you know there's a jump scare he slams on the window and he kind of has this like plastered grin on his face you're like okay it's ridiculous but i i still think like throughout the movie they did a really good job of blurring the lines between creepy and like the guy that everybody like i feel like we all know a guy like this in our life like who has a very you greg yeah i know you (laughs) (laughs) they're just like eccentric characters that like you go okay if he were in a movie he he could probably kill somebody but they actually make that guy into this movie so i don't know like i understand it's it seems like to take the teeth out of the fact that he is the bad guy but if you can kind of like sit comfortably and like imagine yourself that's how i watched the movie i imagined myself as this guy who rolled up there to like oh, a cabin and just kind of opened my mind to say yeah. uh what if i were in this situation like i was gauging every step of the way because he almost takes like one step back and two steps forward every time he's yeah. um he's really yes. really creepy but then he kind of walks it back and and he is like vulnerable and open to where mm-hmm. if you're a person i feel like i'm in a lot of ways, a very forgiving person. I, I try to be optimistic with certain people and like give them the benefit of the doubt, even though other people are like, red flag, man, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I could see where being a, a forgiving type of person, you let that other person take up the slack every time they do something like weird and creepy like that. So yeah, I, I was kind of on the fence about what you're talking about. Yeah. I wasn't asking you guys, uh, there ha- there was a point, of course, where the the Joseph character has to explain like, what's happening why he's there filming his yeah. whole thing is what he he's gonna die he has cancer and he wants to leave this for his son lord do you want to explain yeah what it was? yeah basically he 
like had cancer, beat it, and then they found a brain tumor and, you know, it, he's going to die in the next few weeks or months. And then he shares that he has a wife and a, and she's pregnant with like their son. And so he wants to make these videos for his son because he knows he's going to pass away soon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that story in itself is like, of course, anyone's going to be like, oh man, like, feel bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I was going to ask, I, I wasn't there to see you know, Mark Duplass acting in that scene. To me, it's the very more, one of the most pivotal scenes is you have to nail that, like, you have to care for what he's saying. You have to believe it. Yeah. Did he, did he do that well in in that delivery? He did because he even, he even referenced like a Michael Keaton movie, I think that had the Mm. same type of theme. So he's (laughs) trying to, he's a great liar, essentially. in this. What he's doing is trying to sell this idea that, you know, I didn't just come up with this by myself. I got the idea and it happens to fit my situation. And he gives him this huge sob story about him being a cancer survivor, but, you know, only up to a certain stage when it entered his brain and he can't Mm -hmm. do it anymore. I thought he was very convincing. Um, And from the from the get go, see what it is, is from the beginning of the movie, he sets the bar very low. He clearly walks up to the window. He's a creep. Yeah, weird facial expressions. So when you set the bar that low, this is like he's the thanks killing uh, effect here. When you set the bar that low, there's nothing that you can't do that would scare people off so by giving this genuine heartfelt story he's really like selling himself and i think yeah, yeah he, he definitely sold the guy on staying and yeah, he mm-hmm. keeps randomly just like jumping out and scaring him for the fuck of it <laughs> you know yes. <laughs> which i guess if you establish that in like your first meeting of somebody like i'm gonna jump out and scare you like haha like this is funny right then i guess like Every time you do it, it's not like you're not like scared. You're not like, oh, my God, this guy's a murderer. And they had a reason for it, too. They had a reason when they were out hiking. I think what he was saying was because he had this brush with death, he appreciates in some way he appreciates life now. So he was trying to get a draw out of him and say, how does it feel to be scared? You know, what I mean, like and so he was trying to almost justify why he would do this wild shit. It's because. You know, he felt this and he wants him to feel it now to see Mm -hmm. how exhilarating it feels to appreciate every moment of your life and all this stuff. So, Mm -hmm. like, I think he seems like so he's obviously very creepy and he seems like a weird dummy. But I think he's actually pretty, pretty smart um, if you think about it. Yeah, it's like Hannibal Lecter shit. Like you're fucking actually like a genius, but you're just Mm -hmm. a fucking psychopath, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about like whether you want to call them jump scares scares just weird things that fucking happen through this movie he's in a bathtub and shit at one point it's just like a lot of it's weird because it's like it's awkward but it's also creepy it, it has this it goes on this borderline of like is this creepy is this just weird it makes you do uncomfortable you, yeah it just makes you uncomfortable yeah. do you want to shout out any of them laura that really like either scared you or made you weird or uncomfortable what, what do you think laura well the jump scares some of them get me, some of them don't. And I think that it works in this movie because even though, like you said, you know it's a horror movie, when you're first watching this, you don't, you still don't know what he's capable of. I mean, this movie could just end with yeah. him being a weirdo who's just freaking someone out. Yeah, you, right. know, you don't know which way this is going to go. So <laughs> it's like you get a few of these jump scares and you're like, all right, this weirdo is just jumping out at me. But then it's almost like the first time i saw this i still wasn't expecting him to do it again and mm-hmm. again and again mm-hmm. and usually it's just a joke so those jump scares were weirdly effective in that way yes yeah. and i feel like that wouldn't work normally yeah you know it doesn't That's have true. the right formula to be 
something that's successful in other horror movies. Um, but yeah, I love the uncomfortableness of this movie, the scenes where there's no talking and it's, it's silent for too long. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes kind of awkward. Um, you know, maybe Joseph will say something and Aaron like won't respond right away because it's like, uh, I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know how to respond to this. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, kind of makes your anxiety go up. And I, that's the part of this movie that I was really drawn to yeah. that I think is great. Yeah, I think for me, like the the jump scares work as far as like we're calling them jump scares because he's literally jumping out and scaring him. <laughs> like, it's really to the definition of the word. Um, but for me, like the visuals don't really get me every time other than like right. the first time they show the wolf mask in the closet. That's a that's a super hard cut. You're, it's right there. Like, holy shit. What is that? It very it reminded me very much of host when they do that one cut in host mm. and you see the date, the demon close up. Mm-hmm. I got fucking scared. Yeah. But for me, like the jump scares in this movie when he jumps out, like the visual, I'm not scared of. It's Aaron, the the guy videoing, screams so yes, loud that yeah. that makes me jump because I hear it. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like what is that? So it's more like the audio for me in those ones. Now, what about you, Greg? As far as jump scares or anything weird? Yeah, I, I if you had, if you told a person that <clears throat> who hadn't seen this movie, there are half a dozen jump scares in the same exact repeated fashion you you couldn't convince them that it would be effective you they would go that's ridiculous because we all know that we hate seeing that in horror movies but i think what it is is after you get scared there's a i think a quick moment in your brain or in your heart where you look back and you 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 question whether or not you were justified in getting scared. There was that when he turned the camera and he just it looked. He looked at a couple of trash bags hanging on the wall, and it jolted. I got scared <laughs> in the in the in the stream, and people were making fun of me. But I look back and I go, he, the fact that it really wasn't. I don't know. I I liked getting. I think what it is you liked getting scared out of those because you can justify it. Mm-hmm. You know that this is a quirky guy. You know that he's doing it for the fun of it. It's, they're not trying to artificially scary or at least that's the the message that comes across so yeah. i actually you know you almost appreciate those those jump scares because it, it fits his wild narrative well, um, you guys want to talk about tootsies you want to talk about feet <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it was the biggest like running joke i think uh through the whole watch party you know <laughs> do you want to describe Laura, what we're talking about from this movie so in the beginning one of the most awkward scenes is he pretty much right away like has Aaron come upstairs and he's starting to get naked because he's about to take a bath right 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 away the first time I've never seen this movie before I'm like I'm like oh this guy just wants to bone him (laughs) this has nothing to do with a documentary I was already like this guy's a liar but not for the reason that you all think it's because he's just wanted to seduce this guy (laughs) yeah yeah I mean it's it's very bizarre um and so he you know, wants him to film in in the bath. And because these videos are for his, you know, son, unborn son, quote unquote, he pretends that he has the son in the bath with him, this invisible baby. And so he's talking to him like, oh, tubby time. And oh, look at your little tootsies. And (laughs) pretending to pick up the foot and smell it and be like, oh, stinky. (laughs) It's actually what I do with my son in the bathtub, actually. I think it's what it. we literally yeah, all do so. with our children. Yeah. But, but I actually have a child there for real. <laughs> yeah. But I have and to there's say. there's not a stranger videotaping it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is really weird, of yeah. course. But what cracks me up is that <laughs> the first time Gray ever saw this movie was 
luckily with me and my husband and Greg's wife. And we had seen it once before and we're like, oh, let's watch this movie. Like it was pretty good. And we watched it. And for some reason, you know, none of us were parents back then. This was right. a long time ago. Greg thought the Tootsie was so funny that we have been joking about Tootsies for like a decade. <laughs> and so when I'm like, we're going to watch Creep, all Greg's been doing is posting feet pictures, yeah. like emojis. No, wait, hold on. Let's get not feet pictures, like the emoji of the foot, <laughs> the toes. <laughs> Is it, is it, was it back then, Greg? Was it like just the word Tootsies you thought was funny or like the premise? It's, it's, or what? it's something, no, it's something that your great, great grandmother yeah. Gertrude said to you when you were four and they haven't used that phrase for, you know, 60 years in popular culture. So the fact that he brought it in, he's like this, you know, middle-aged man and he's like throwing that word around. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It just got, got me. He's got me. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, do you guys want? Is there anything else like comedic wise? I mean, I don't even think that was supposed to be funny. But <laughs> is there anything else comedic wise? Because this is considered technically a horror comedy, dark comedy, whatever you want to call it. Is there anything else funny wise that got you guys? For me, one of the things I laughed at hysterically, and I don't even know why, is is towards the beginning when when uh, they're walking in the woods together. The the Mark Duplass guy just like sprints off into the woods, <laughs> and for some they're reason, off the path. Like, yeah, for some reason. Like the way he ran, the speed he ran at so quickly, it just for some reason it made me laugh. I was just like, like what is happening? Why is he sprinting? I don't know why. It just made me laugh like that. It was, that was trying to be a wolf. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lord? Anything make you like chuckle in this movie? There were little things, which is why I loved learning that this movie wasn't technically a horror movie in the beginning. Like, I feel like a lot of the things that happened towards the beginning of the movie, you could see they were going in a slightly different direction. And I love that it like organically turned into this horror film. It's like but... organ organically, he's like, I want to kill you for real. Yeah. I'm just going to kill you now. I don't like you right now for some reason. <laughs> but I, Same scene. I love when they're doing their little hiking through the woods. And it's one of the first time that Joseph is like, here, I'm going to videotape you. And he makes him like swing on a, on oh, a yes. branch. Oh yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. You can just tell Aaron is like so out of his element. He took off his you shoes know? and socks and he like rolled up his jeans. It looks yeah. so funny. Yeah. And he does his little swing on the branch and he's super uncomfortable and he's trying to get back and super stiff and his shirt comes up and his like belly comes out a little and you can just tell he's like, he's I don't know why, but that made me laugh because it's so, it's real life. Like, we're yeah, not yeah. all just swinging around like Tarzan, you know? Like, that's that's <laughs> fucking real life. I love yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole, like, walk scene in, in the first third of this movie is all pretty, like, it's all kind of funny. It's all funny. Like, when they find the, the rock-shaped heart hole and then he he writes their initials with a heart around it on a rock it's right like, what is l plus like, a or whatever it is yeah it's like, just like plus what, what is happening right now like what is this is so ridiculous what about you greg any like comedic things that stand out to you yeah i i i cracked up when he's when he did the the heart with the j with the uh whatever j plus a and that was pretty funny but then i would say the only other moment for me was like the main scene like in the middle of the movie i don't know if you guys want to jump into it where He's trying to get out of the house, right? It made you laugh, though. No, the well, at at first it was horrifying, but then like <laughs> when the man oh, started, when like, he's like, 
Jack gyrating his hips like oh. around oh, okay. the, the front door. I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, let, well, let, let's get into it then because I, I think the main thing you kind of take away from this movie other than Tootsie's is, is the wolf mask. Is uh, What does he call it? He calls it a fuzzy? What does he call it? A furry? Peach fuzz. Peach fuzz. He, he calls the mask peach fuzz. That's what he titles mm-hmm. the mask, you know. I have my mask tonight. I wore it for almost the whole watch party. Yeah. little... <laughs> <laughs> my fucking mask here uh yeah so what did you guys think of the mask laura yeah i know you thought it was creepy laura what do you think of that mask? yeah it was scary it's totally scary totally scary and, he, and even after you know it's a mask you know just him in it i don't know why but him like even as much as you're laughing while he's gyrating in it you're just like this is so fucked up it's like yeah. this i mean this, yeah. this gives me like <laughs> shit right? more or less i can't even like keep it on it doesn't even show up on zoom yeah uh, what about you, Greg? The mask. Mask is horrifying. I swear, <laughs> when I was younger, we had some family friends living with us for a while. They had a Halloween mask that looked just like that. Oh, and man. there, there's something about like the way that it protrudes out. You can see like the open mouth yeah. and the teeth. It looks very realistic. And then around it, there's really no discernible edge to where it like clamps onto his head. Like you can't see any straps. There's just like it's almost like maybe human hair it seems like straggly <laughs> human hair around this wolf mask that almost like blends wolf with man and, and it's and the rest of his clothing is all black too so mm-hmm. he literally just looks like a like i think i said in the in the chat he looked like a homeless wolf man like <laughs> it, and, wolf and man. it's creepy the way that and then when he stands in front of the front door he's literally got his arms up and like by the door yeah. jam his foot down he's blocking the way and the funny thing is is we we're talking about in this movie he's not an imposing guy he's just i don't know he he weighs what maybe like a buck 80 or something yeah. at most mm-hmm. or even less and he's probably like a normal height five eight type of guy mm-hmm. but just yeah. the way that it was shot the lighting in the house the mask and the timing because he's coming downstairs he doesn't know where he is and he's just standing there like that i don't care if you are i'm sorry laura if you're the rock or jason momo coming down the stairs you're not immediately going through that front door you're like you're going to be scared out of your mind at what you're looking at oh uh, it's terrifying but what what about uh as far as like beyond that now laura like i mean because beyond that it's just like trying to keep him there and not keep him there and shit like that. What do you think about that second, like second half of the movie now and how it played out, Laura? I feel like the, well, you know, okay. We kind of touched upon this, but he tries to keep him there, invites him in for another drink. Um, Aaron finally does something. He finally drugs him, right. To, to try yeah. to leave. And that's like the whole wolf scene that we were discussing. But what I think is kind of a good twist and kind of the, the real when the ending really begins is after he puts on the wolf mask and scares the shit out of him. They have like a, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They have like a (laughs) scuffle. And then the next scene you see is Joseph's character with trash bags, really heavy ones. And he's digging a hole. So you're like, Oh shit. He killed him. And now he's about to bury his body in trash bags. And then all of a sudden it pauses and you're like, actually, I've seen this movie three or four times and I was like, oh shit, I think my screen froze. I really (laughs) thought that. I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it pulls away like, and it's, it's Aaron. He's fine. And he's like, oh yeah, I got out. This is what happened. And then he sent me this video and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. At this point, you think you have the movie figured out. You're like, Mm -hmm. all right, he killed him, whatever. Yeah. But you kind of get this additional 10 minutes where Aaron escaped 
But this guy is straight stalking him. He's at his house. He's looking at him through windows. He's going through his trash. He's sending him weird things in boxes and weird videos. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I agree. My negative is like, leave your own house. Yeah, that's my thing, too. It was like, leave, move. Go I'm stay done. with a friend where yeah. no one could track you. I mean, yeah. he's not that smart. He's but see, smart, the, but he's not going to find him. The weird thing about this entire process is, <clears throat> and whether or not he should run, I, I think it's part of the brilliance of this movie is that he had so many clear opportunities to kill him if he wanted to. Yeah. Right? He took him into the yeah. forest by himself. He had him standing at the edge of the rock when he said, look down. He could have just pushed him off. So if mm -hmm. he were a violent killer and, and you know, uh, he had so many chances to actually carry out a murder. And the fact that he didn't, I think... Aaron was convinced that he was just dealing with a disturbed individual, not someone who had murderous tendencies, but someone who was damaged in the past emotionally and just had mental problems. And even like toward the end, right? If he knew where he lived, couldn't he just stalk him and kill him or crash a car into him? I think he he didn't realize he's almost just like playing with his food in a sense yeah. right but he didn't he didn't Ooh. think about it like that he just thought he's i've got a weirdo on my case and um which i think it, it's got that's got to be a weird gray area for a lot of people out there who are in real life right who are being stalked by someone like this is a common thing people get stalked by other people and i think it's hard to get a restraining order if they don't show like a t a uh a means of hurting you if they're just like calling you or emailing you or sending you messages i think you can't like get a block order to do that so uh it just people i think this movie kind of reflects that like this is a reality that a lot of people who are being stalked there's nothing you can do about it so you just leave it alone and just hope that they lose interest or something so like I, as much as we were talking in the chat, watching this movie, when we would be out, I think a couple of people were, were would have bailed before, you know, in the first five yeah. minutes, walking up that, you know, steep ass driveway. But um, <laughs> I think in, in the, re the reality situation is, is if you are being commissioned to do a job for a lot of money and the person maybe has red flags, but they are also like showing that they are just maybe weird and not trying to immediately outright kill you i think a lot of people would do what this guy did and just see it through yeah I don't know, it sounds unreasonable watching it as a movie but i don't know i agree actually because i you know what there have been tons of situations where i might have felt like, no. slightly yeah. uncomfortable you guys are both dead but no i mean there have been times where i felt slightly uncomfortable but you almost stay because you feel bad which is kind of like what kelly was saying you know, so I, I definitely see that. I do think I would have still left clearly in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. let's just talk about the ending. Let's talk about the ending. Like I said, he plays yeah. with this fucking food for a while and shit. Aaron thinks he's fucking I escaped. I love that. Yeah, he thinks he's escaped. He keeps sending him fucking DVDs to watch. And <laughs> it's like he's like, <laughs> it's like he sent him almost like a, uh, like a dating video where he's like filming himself in the wilderness. And he's like trying to like almost seduce him back to like, come hang out with me. I'm just misunderstood. I want to be your friend and shit. And he sends him a locket with a heart and other pictures in it. I actually laughed at that. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. That's um, fucked up, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, then eventually fucking Aaron does to me the stupidest fucking thing. And that's the point where I'm like, fuck, this is dumb. Aaron goes back to actually have another conversation with him. And that's the point, you guys, where I'm just like, this is fucking dumb. Like to me, that lost a rating to me because I'm like, after all that shit, after him clearly stalking you at your home, sending you shit, no matter what these other tapes said, you still want to be like, oh, well, I'm going to give him the shadow of the doubt. Like, 
Fuck that shit. What what do you think, Laura, about that? I think that's the point of this movie, though. Aaron's character is like this too good, too nice guy. And a lot of people are like that. So he keeps having these moments where, you know, he's losing. No, it's not. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just like not agreeing with you at all. (laughs) I was like, I'm cutting out. I'm cutting out. No, you're you're fine. I'm just like saying like, uh, besides the love locket, which if that's all he sent him was a love locket, that I'd be like, okay, you're a nice guy. He sent him a fucking butcher knife. Like, no, like no matter how nice you are. No. But see, Rob, I mean, you're smart and you're not like that. And that's fine. But some people out there. This is so sad, but this is what they do. They're in like abusive relationships, maybe Mm -hmm. like, you know, and and this is what they do. It's like they could have a spouse who straight up beats them up and they still stay because they're like, oh, he's changing or she's changing and they're not going to do that anymore. And and that's kind of the point of this is like maybe Aaron was also very lonely and he just kept getting, you know, he just kept forgiving and like, oh, well, he's mentally ill. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just... Maybe he really does just need somebody and he feels bad. And we think that's dumb because we wouldn't do that. But a lot of people do that. I I think I made the joke being like, this is why I don't make new friends. I don't need new friends. I don't need new people in my life. If I haven't known you for fucking at least 10 years already, like fucking you're dead to me. It doesn't matter because you're probably (laughs) going to you're you're probably going to murder me. You're probably going to hit me in the head with an axe and shit. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the ending of this movie. Aaron goes to meet this guy one more time. He leaves the camera running in his car because he's like, I'm going to film this just in case something weird happens. We're going to meet at a like a public, not even a park. It's like on the lake or some shit like that, right? I yeah. assume it's up in Big Bear. I don't know where it was, actually. Um, and then he's just sitting there waiting, waiting to meet him. And next thing you know, the the Jonah guy comes up behind him in a trench coat, which I thought, this is going to go creepy. He's going to flash him or some shit like that. <laughs> um, and then fucking he pulls the the wolf mask out of the trench coat, puts it on. And then pulls out an axe and then just axes him in the head, like in the head from from a distance. It's a good shot. It's a cool. I wouldn't even say it's a feck. It was probably a rubber axe, but it looked legit. The guy's head like ducks down and then he falls down. I was like, holy fuck. Like I felt it. Yeah. Questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you what did you think about that scene, Laura? Like that final. What do you want to call it? Reveal. Whatever you want to call it. I liked it. I think we knew he was going to kill him by the end, but I still liked it. I mean. It's the middle of the day, which is always weird, but there's no one around. And yeah, I mean, call it dumb or call it just overly trusting. But, you know, Aaron, like, hears something before he shows up, before Joseph shows up and, like, turns around in his chair. The the chainsaw starting in the distance. Yeah. (laughs) But then it's like he's walking behind him. And I truly believe it's because he, like, knows he's behind him. And maybe he's just frozen in fear of, like, please don't kill me please just like come around and sit next to me and i'm just gonna be chill like sitting oh wow staring at the lake that's interesting but he's also like so scared that, that's what i truly with no idea that he's again. gonna come down with an axe on his head yeah like wow. probably feels very scared that he almost can't turn around to see what's about to happen and is just hoping he comes and sits next to him and talks and gives his little spiels and bullshit yeah. stories like he always does mm-hmm yeah, so I it it worked for me. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Like I said, I'm already angry. He's just there. I'm already angry. He's yeah. there. So like, <laughs> I, I mean, I like the effect. I like what happens. I'm like, whoa, that's fucking cool the way he kills him. But yeah, you know, it almost like it does work and it doesn't work for me because I'm just like he right. shouldn't even fucking be in there. So it's dumb to me. Uh, what about yeah. you, Greg? 
I remember watching it for the first time and and liking it a lot because of what you guys said about the the chainsaw. It almost sounds obviously it's daylight. You're out in the open. You hear the noise of like a chainsaw off in the distance, and I remember thinking, oh, there's like a gardener nearby. So there's nothing dangerous that's going to happen. Someone's pruning a tree twenty feet from them. You know what? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So when they do do that, and by the way, yeah, Rob, it's it is very realistic the way that his head just kind of bounces off. I don't know how they did that, um, but it it's it's super creepy, super effective. Yeah, um, and then after that, you have the. The ending ending, I guess, and the, the last little reveal of, like you said, Laura, like how many times he has killed somebody, done this. Mm -hmm. and, uh, do you want to talk about that, Laura? Do you want to describe what happens there? I just, so he opens up this cabinet, you know, and there's like VHS and DVDs and it has people's names. And I, I laughed because one of it, one of them said like something 94. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's like how people have home videos, oh. like <laughs> Big Bear Lake, summer 1994. It's like, it's like Bo Boner Jams 94, yeah. <laughs> Boner Jams 93. <laughs> it's another good movie reference. <laughs> The forty-year-old virgin, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Butter jam so three. Oh man, oh, that's what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's done this so many times, and like hundred, kind of hundred times, something like that. Yeah, like and he, yeah. he's basically kind of filming himself again and giving his closure, his goodbye to Aaron. Aaron's obviously long gone at this point, and just talking about how even he is like, I can't believe you didn't turn around. Yeah, and yeah. then he goes. You were just clearly too good for this world. Like you're too good of a guy, and too this nice is to why you'll me still. Yeah. yeah, and this is why you were my favorite. Because he, like you, you know, like kind of like you said, Greg. He's playing with his food. He got to play with him probably longer than he's played with anyone oh, yeah. else. Right. And then he even puts except a fucking himself. heart. Oh yeah, except for <laughs> he even when he puts the DVD that has Aaron's name on it, it even has a heart. Like, yeah. he loved him the most. God. I did think it was funny the very end, like he's he's watching the video back of him talking to himself. Oh yeah. And then he like he does like a jump scare to himself and it gets scared. And so yeah. it was it was kind of funny ending to be it like is. they both like scream at each other. I thought that, that was yeah. kind of funny, but yeah, and that was fucking it, right? That's it. That so, was yeah. it. so let's see. So let's get to our ratings of this movie, what we think. Like I said, we're not using Rotten Tomatoes anymore. We're going to Letterbox now or Letterbox D as Laura calls it. Um, and you can always check out all our ratings for all our movies. We have all the ratings, our consensus ratings over there on Letterboxd, uh, at Conjecturing Pod is where you can check it out over there. Uh, so for this movie, the consensus is 3.4 out of 5. Hmm. I think that's pretty good. You know, it's a good medium average yeah. for where it's yeah. going to be at. But let's see where we're going to be at here. Let's do uh, let's do 1 to 5. What, what do you guys think? You guys want to do? Let's see. I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no obvious, right? Obvious. I usually try to go something more gross, but Greg went there. Tootsies, and I like it. Okay. All right. One to five. Let's do how many Tootsies are you giving this movie? Uh, what, what do you think, Laura? Let's start with you. I was a three, three point five. And now I'm realizing wow. I totally match up with what's on Letterboxd. So. Doing half a Tootsie? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like the, the last two toes, the little pinky and the, <laughs> what do you, what do you call the ring finger toe? Does that a, ring have... a toe ring it's a, a ring toe That's... a toe ring I don't... <laughs> I don't know what you call that the, the wedding you call this your ring finger yeah. right there's no other name for it a marriage toe a marriage toe is that better the, the twinkle toe the twinkle toe 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, three. And a, I I really enjoyed this movie. I definitely get that it has problems, and I actually think it's like a very simple movie. There isn't a oh, lot yeah. of mm-hmm. like bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. I just I've seen it like three or four times now, and I just really enjoy it every time I watch it. I think it's funny. It's not supposed to be in certain scenes, but it's kind of funny and just weird. Yeah. And believable. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So three and a half, three and a half tootsies. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What about you, Greg? Where are you at? How many tootsies? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to, to dock points on simplicity. I, I agree with you, Laura. That was one mm-hmm. of the things that I kind of didn't like about paranormal activity, for example, just because of the, mm-hmm. even though it was low budget, it just seemed like there wasn't much, there wasn't many places to go, but I yeah. can't just because I, I like how effective the movie was like, yeah, it was simple and basic and maybe not necessarily a, a pure horror movie, but I am so enthralled by the convincing nature of um, Aaron's and Mark Duplass's, uh, his acting and like his sociopathic nature. Like even knowing where this movie was going, because I've seen it before, mm-hmm. every step along the way, I kept trying to put myself there and thinking like, shoot, I mean, he's you know, he does something wrong, but then he walks it back with like, you know, asking for forgiveness. And, uh, you know, I guess, hey, put me in that camp where, where I'm going to get killed by somebody one of these days <laughs> for giving him too much leeway. But um, I was like, I was so sold by that. And I think he portrays it perfectly be- I can't, better than a lot of, I can't think of another better movie where you're portraying someone and you you can't necessarily tell if they're capable of what they wind up being capable of. Right. So, yeah. Um, Excellent movie. Uh, I also give it uh, three and a half. So three, three tootsies. Maybe that little twinkle toe, tubby toe, whatever we're gonna call it at the end. There. Tubby toe. <laughs> you guys aren't specifying like, is that little toe chopped off? Why is it a half? It's just small. Just because it's oh, smaller it's... than the others. Oh, it's yeah. small. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I get what you guys are saying. Um, yeah, for me, like, I don't know. This is a tough one for me because up until the end of this movie, up until Aaron makes the stupidest decision I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> like. I really dug it. I like the dark comedy. I like the weird creepiness, like this decent jump scares. I would have, I would have gave this movie like a four. Like I really dug it up until that point, you know, but I got, I hate the ending so much that he goes mm-hmm. back again. Like I said, if they killed him another way in the house, I probably would still stick with a four, but because he goes and agrees to meet him one more time, I'm dropping this down to a two and a half. Ooh. I really fucking wow. it really like ruins just like funny games it fucking ruins everything for me up to that yeah. point. Yeah. It kind of sucks. So we've talked two- about that a lot where there's where great movies are ruined are ruined by an ending in which yeah. even if the ending is like five percent of the movie like yeah. we've yeah. we've always had that argument like it can absolutely do that. Oh yeah, endings right. endings are the most important thing to be honest with you. Like the ending makes you the gotta movie. Stick it, you know. Yeah. And and I know it's it's more personal to me as far as like I wouldn't do this, so that's why I'm saying I don't like it. And right. I understand why he would do it in this movie, but for me, it's my rating. What yeah. I think it just kind of ruins the whole thing for me. So yeah, some say two and a half tootsies. I don't know what's happened to these tootsies over there. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's divorce. It's divorce tootsie or something like that. It doesn't have a ring on it anymore. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So that's it. That's it from the gold room. That's it for creep. That's it from this watch party and shit. Uh, Laura's going to go dress like a cat later on with her husband. Uh, <laughs> do some shit. It'd be pretty cool. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't go on your left eye. Uh, so let's see. So that's it from the gold room tonight. This has been the conjecture. I've been Rob. <laughs> <laughs> let's bring it up. Let's bring it up full circle. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> you gotta go full circle. Yeah. Left eye Laura. <laughs> and Chewbacca Greg. There we go. Oh. Until next time, remember horror subjectives, so conjecture away. See ya.